Hello, welcome back to the Missing Peace podcast. Today is a little piece, which I've shared once before, but these are essentially extracts from tomorrow's full-length episode so that you can get a feel of the topic that's discussed or topics that are discussed and the guest as well. So they're not going to be for solo episodes, but for guests. So tomorrow which I'm really excited to share with you all, is an episode with Aoife of That Irish Dietitian on Instagram. So she is a weight-inclusive anti-diet dietitian. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know how much I hate diets and how much I love intuitive eating, how much it's changed my life. So do listen back if you want to hear more on that and to tomorrow's episode in which we both discuss it in way more detail. We discuss why diets don't work, the research behind it, and basically how the diet industry just messes with your mind. And that's what I'm sharing in this episode, which is an extract from that longer one, discussing the research behind why, well, the non-research, I guess, (laughs) the lack of research behind diets and the effectiveness of diets, and how it does create that separation between you and your worth, you and your body, it disconnects you. So Aoife talks us through the research and talks about how that disconnection is created and essentially how we then get drawn into diet culture. But guys, you are never the problem. You are never the one who's failed. So listen on for more on that. And tomorrow's episode, we'll be discussing this in more detail. Also sharing all about intuitive eating, what that is, really diving into that in more detail, how you can get started with it. And we are going to discuss weight stigma as well. So for both this episode, as you'll see in the show notes, and for tomorrow's episode, there is a trigger warning regarding weight stigma, eating disorders, so that you can be prepared as best you can if you do decide to listen, but just, you know, to obviously support you by sharing this information with you now. And also just as a little disclaimer, the information shared in this episode between me and Aoife is for general purpose only. This does not constitute individual advice. And if you want more information on this, please visit Aoife's website, which will be linked below. So for now, everybody enjoy this little extract and I'll see you for the full episode tomorrow. So yeah, would you mind sharing with us a little bit about all that research about diets, that research which is, you know, basically saying that diets don't work? Yeah, no problem. Um, and I think a lot of the time when we hear weight loss doesn't work or diets don't work, it really sits in conflict with what we know because what's all around us is you should be on a diet or trying to lose weight is this quote unquote good thing that we should be doing. Um, even if it's not classified as a diet, but that pursuit of weight loss is seen as an, an inherently good thing. But I suppose going back to that time when I was working in weight loss and just realizing that how it wasn't working for people or how it was actually adding to stress um, and and not um, not helping people. I started looking into that research. And what I found, which was a big surprise to me at the time, was that there have had there's been research spanning decades back as far as the 1950s showing that the majority of interventions for weight loss, weight loss focused interventions, do not work, no matter what you call them, whether you whether they're called intermittent fasting, whether they're called calories in, calories out, whether it's 
going on a health kick that the focus on weight loss or pursuing weight loss people can achieve it short term a short amount or a small amount of people can achieve it short term but as the time goes on the majority of people will re- regain that weight um, and up to one in three people will regain more weight than what they lost before they went on a diet um, and the temptation is to be really really frustrated um, with that especially in the the society that we're in but in reality what's happening is your body is trying its hardest to protect you against something that it sees um, as a negative or an attack on its body stores it sees that you're in that food scarce environment weight loss is not perceived in your body as something that should be aimed for so it'll do lots and lots of things to protect you against weight loss but not a lot of us want to hear that (laughs) yeah and I guess it's that you know, and then that gets when we get stuck in the spiral of going like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me or I don't have the willpower mm. to do this. Um, do you hear a lot of yeah. that? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I think there's a mixture of things. I mean, it, there's the background of what I've kind of started to talk about, which is that is your body's response to try and protect you. So when you make that decision to restrict, I often talk about this, you make that decision to restrict up in your mind, up in your brain. And there will be many influences as to what's encouraged you to restri- encourage you to restrict. So, you know, the body ideals of today, the classic reference point is Kim Kardashian all, and all of these types of things. Um, but there are many reasons why we, we restrict. It may be comments from friends or family or a really stressful doctor's appointment. There are so many reasons why we make that decision. But when we come back to it, that decision is made up in our mind, but our minds don't live in a vacuum. So we make that decision to restrict um, and we eat less food, but your body fights that. (laughs) So when it perceives that restriction, Um, whether you're going on that restriction because of the comments or because you've been told to lose weight because it's quote unquote good for you no matter what the reason is there your body will respond in a certain way Um, and what it'll often do is ramp up your drives towards food when it perceives that you are restricting food in any way Um, so some of the ways that it does this is it turns up the dial on your hunger hormones Um, So you're more hungry for foods. It also turns up the dial on how attractive and appealing food seems. So it smells um, irresistible. You can hear bacon sizzling in a pan from miles away. (laughs) Um, And it will also, your body will also turn down the dial on fullness. So you're less likely to stop eating when you're satisfied. So all of these make us feel out of control around food sometimes or maybe that we're not quite as in, as in control around our food choices um but ultimately they come from a place of our body trying to protect us against this perceived famine that we're in but it is nothing wrong with you it's you are not like you have not failed diets diets have failed you diets fail you by continuously promising this weight loss which diets know that weight loss doesn't work for the majority of people but one of the ways that they operate is by convincing you that it is your fault if you haven't lost weight which yeah. not great for well-being <laughs> doesn't make you feel good but yeah I get that comment a lot 
Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.